Hello, hello. Welcome back to Set Free Finding Your Truth. I am your host, Kathy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Whew. Today, I want to talk about doing the boring, basic-ish consistently. Because really, that's what it takes, you guys. We're overcomplicating the process. I'm seeing it every single where I turn. Sometimes I got to call myself out on it, too. Because I'm no expert. You know that. I'm just here to share my experience as a coach, my experience in my own journey with you to maybe shorten that little window of learning curve so that you are able to get where you want to go a little faster and with a little more intensity and gusto because you're learning what you need and you are applying it to your life. So today I want you to write down these five things because you're going to do these five things, these boring, basic things consistently. Are you ready for it? Number one, move your body. It doesn't matter how many calories you burn, Sally, or Susan, or whatever your name is. <laughs> I, I, I have plenty of Sally's and Susan's in my life that I like and I love and adore. So whoever, just move your body, okay? Stop worrying about dumb shit. Stop putting your energy forth of it has to be this many minutes. It has to be this many calories. It has to look like this. No, it has to just be, okay? So move your body, number one. Number two, fill your body with foods that actually make you feel good. Like for real, make you feel good, right? Like how many times have you heard somebody say like, well, I really love ice cream, but ice cream doesn't love me. Okay. Then why do you really love it? If it makes you feel like shit, why do you eat it? I've had to call myself out on this a lot, especially lately when I'm really trying to hone in on my nutrition and gut health. Um, because there's just some things like sweet tart ropes that I used to say I really love, but they didn't love me back. I don't love them anymore, and I'm not afraid to say it. Um, you really have to collect the data, which means being patient and trusting the process over time to see and track your food, you guys. Like, literally, if there's one thing you're going to do, please track your food and your feelings and uh, keep a, just a diary of what goes on so you can distinguish patterns of what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Because if you just go and watch, again, Sally Sue and her Instagram stories, you're going to see what works for her, but you could be, you're wasting your time because you could be spending that time diving into your own journey, paying attention to how food makes you feel, paying attention to the people who are around you and how they make you feel, paying attention to so many things in your own journey that will collectively over time compound and give you the portfolio of what you need for information to say, oh, this does work for me or this doesn't work for me. Okay, pivot left, pivot right, whatever that might be. So foods that actually make you feel good, right? Um, like for real, make you feel good, that give you energy, that help with your digestion, that um, do not create brain fog or sugar addiction, right? Because sugar craves sugar. Like I could go full well deep dive into this. And if you want me to do that, please just shoot me a message and let me know. But make, make it be so you feel your body with foods that make you feel good. Okay, third tip, exercise your mind just as much or more than your body. And I really, truly mean that, you guys. Um, I think I talked in an episode um, earlier this week, or if not, it's going to be the next episode, I don't remember, that talks about your mindset and that your mindset is the caveat for every other facet of your life, right? Working on your body is great. It creates endorphins. It makes you feel good. But that is a fleeting feeling. It is temporary. Working on your mindset will literally be sustainable. Think about Laffy Taffy and like pulling it out, like pulling it, stretching it long, long, long to touch every single aspect of your life. It's going to be your relationships, your career, 
your faith life, um, your financial life, your spiritual life, like all of it. If you exercise your mind and yes, you have time. All you have to do is start with five or 10 minutes a day. Um, if you don't know what to do, message me. And I'll help you figure out what to do, but you just have to start and you have to do something. Okay. And the last tip, I already alluded to it. Write that shit down. <laughs> I guess this is only four tips. It's not five tips, but write that shit down. You guys, um, write it down, pay attention to what you eat, how it makes you feel. Not just a food log. A food log is boring and a food log isn't going to tell you jack crap. It's not going to tell you if a McDonald's, um, Big Mac made you feel energized or made you feel like complete crap. Or if blueberries with yogurt made you feel great or gassy or whatever the heck it is. Like that's all specific to your own experience. And when we dive into the specifics of our own experience, that's where we gain some power and some momentum in knowing actually what makes ourselves tick. So instead of avoiding it, instead of masking it, instead of hiding it, instead of just going and following somebody else and doing what they're doing, that ain't you, sister. God didn't make you to be a carbon copy of anybody else to do anything else except what works for you. So write that shit down. <laughs> and I will add a tip number five here as we're talking is reflect on that. If you don't reflect on it, if you just say, oh, I had a bad day, new day today, you're not learning the lesson, right? It's like getting caught cheating on a test at school, but having no repercussion or consequence for that. And then you continue to cheat and you continue to cheat, right? Like a kid will continue to do the behavior until they have a consequence for that behavior. Guess what? <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's the same thing for adults. You will continue, if you continue to eat the Big Mac and feel like crap or the ice cream and feel like crap or whatever it is and feel like crap, you kind of get reminded of, oh, that's why I don't do this very often, right? Like, oh, this doesn't really agree with me. I mean, drinking, I could, I could go down that rabbit hole of drinking makes you feel like shit, so why do it? Personal, personal opinion. But reflect, look back, right? Like when you write that stuff down, go back and look back. What went well for you? What didn't work well for you? Because if we just throw it into the big caveat of, oh, I'll do better tomorrow or, oh, I'll just, you know, mm, yesterday was a bad day. I don't want to talk about it. If you don't reflect on it, A, you're not going to learn from it. B, you're not going to be solution-based when you're taking action the next time because every decision you make, every choice you make makes a difference. It makes a difference because Time is this one thing we want more of, but we don't get it back. So this very single moment, this seven to 10 minutes that you're listening to this podcast, you don't get that time back. So take this information, go apply it to your life and freaking go knock it out of the park. All right, you guys, until next time. Thanks for listening.